raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. I've been watching this video of Riley Gaines at a school in San Francisco be chased out of the room. Police escort needed. Screamed at, yelled at, physically attacked because men are not women and women are not men. Riley Gaines is a swimmer who swam against um, Leah Thomas, who is a man. It's... It has reached a new level of crazy, and if you think that Riley Gaines is the problem, um, my God, are you ignorant. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. If you think it's okay to be a misogynist and have men take spots from women and men abuse women in this way, you're ugly and you're despicable. I, I, I wouldn't want to work with you. I wouldn't want to know you. That is a, That is a weird, weird take to have. But I'm going to get a little more into this um, a little bit later in the show because it connects to some other things, which is a, a conversation of how to fight, which is extremely, extremely important. It's important to fight. It is important to push back. It is important to not let anybody else tell you how you're supposed to do so. It's also important to know when it's over. To know when you've done what you can and there is nothing left. To me, that's the story of Chicago. Popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. In Chicago, they elected... Between the two Democrats who were in the runoff, they went with the most progressive. They went with the guy who favors a defunding of the police and a changing of the police force. Um, one of the things that I think is actually quite fascinating about um, our position here in Chicago, we've been pushing this ordinance called Treatment Not Trauma. In essence, first responders, uh, social workers, counselors, EMT, these individuals would show up to cause um, that, that require those type of interventions. In fact, in Chicago, almost 40% of the 911 calls are mental health crises. We're asking mm. police officers to do their job and someone else's. Mm-hmm. Like That's not strategic. In fact, 60% of the violence that happens in the city of Chicago, it occurs in 6% of the city. And it's so just being a surprise. So that's the mayor-elect, Brandon Johnson, who makes the claim that we're actually helping police officers. Sure, that's one heck of of a claim uh, to make. And he doubled down on it. They were largely considered an underdog going into this race, and it really was a come-from-behind win. So congratulations on that. But now you got to get to the job of doing the job. And let's talk about your plans and, of course, crime being the biggest issue perhaps in most major cities, but front and foremost in Chicago. Why is crime so bad? 
Well, first of all, you know, unfortunately for too long, um, the people of Chicago and, quite frankly, people all over the country have been given a false, a false choice on how we actually deal with public safety. Um, what our campaign proved is that you can actually demonstrate um, in a real way how critical investments are the necessary um, dynamics in order to prevent crime. I mean, that's the ultimate goal is to prevent crime. And as I indicated in my um, victory speech, you know, my wife and I were raising three beautiful children on the west side of Chicago. It's a beautiful neighborhood. It's the Austin community, um, but it is arguably one of the most violent neighborhoods in the entire city. And so, you know, I have tremendous incentive to make sure that not just my neighborhood and my children are safe, but to make sure that the people of Chicago are safe. And, and the way we do that is by investing in people. There's a direct correlation between youth employment and violence reduction. Um, there's a tremendous correlation between providing mental health care services and reducing crime. You know, this notion that the only way in which, you know, we can protect the people of Chicago and the people of, of, of our country is this notion of being tough. You know, what is required in this moment is for us to be smart uh, about our investments, to be critical in our thinking, and then to make sure that what we're doing actually works. Translation, best of luck. Translation, less cops. Translation, we're going to go down this woke road. One should agree that one should be smart in dealing with these problems, but this does not sound like somebody who's being smart. This sounds like someone who's being ideological. And when someone is ideological, you don't get serious. What you get is, well, you see, the real problem is that uh, business owners are not paying their fair share. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mayor, like this is Vlad. Let me just ask you then. Uh, it sounds great on paper, but how do you pay for it? Chicago, as you know, is headed towards a major deficit in 2024. You say you're not going to raise taxes, but you have talked about perhaps other ways of raising money, including property taxes. Well, so I'm not going to raise property taxes. That's That's been the lazy form of governance for a very long time in the city of Chicago and, quite frankly, around the country. You know, the words that President um, Biden indicated in his um, union address, he said that a teacher and a firefighter should not pay the same tax rate as a millionaire and so, a billionaire. So, so, you, so Mr. Mayor-elect, you're, you're not going to raise property taxes, but you will have to raise taxes? Well, what we're going to have to do is to find the revenue from individuals who have the means to actually contribute to a safer city. Look, the bottom line okay. is this. We okay. have large corporations. Um, Seventy percent of large corporations in the city of Chicago, in the state of Illinois did not pay a corporate tax. Seventy percent of large corporations in the state of Illinois did not pay a corporate tax. If you're a business in Chicago, you are screwed. And if you're the people of Chicago, you are screwed. And this is what you voted for. You voted for a progressive. You voted for somebody who believes in tearing it down. You voted for somebody who is not interested in saying all these policies don't work. Let's try something else. It's a triple down on the policies. Tax business owners more, whom you have not been protecting on, whether it's the Magnificent Mile or anywhere else in Chicago, from looting and other things, and then tell the businesses they're at fault for not paying more taxes. Oh, and tell wealthy uh, Chicago uh, 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 business owners or, or landowners, uh, homeowners, etc., that they're responsible too. You're more than welcome to come here. You just can't bring any of the politics with you. You shouldn't be allowed to vote here locally for three years. This is what you voted for in Chicago. As a matter of fact, if you voted for, for Brandon Johnson, you're not welcome. You can't be that ridiculous and come here. 
It'd be like voting for Gavin Newsom or Maisie Hirono or Chris Murphy in, in Connecticut. You know what? There are some things we just have to say no to here in Indiana. We should seriously start considering building our own wall. Seriously. This is some ignorant policy that you desperately want to keep out. Chicago did this to themselves. Don't ever forget it, Chicago. You can change it at any time. But you did this to you. Matt Bear is out today. Paul Bowden lost has traffic. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.